This is the TTPA, Tani Talks Pirke Avos, this year, where we talk a mission of Pirke Avos per day with Seja commentary and practical advice to say. We are doing one last mission before we take a winter hiatus. We usually take a winter break hiatus each season, Blinetta, for a couple of weeks or so. Then we'll come back and try to make it to the end of the school year. So let's look at Perik Gimel, Mishnah Yud Chet, the last Mishnah here in chapter 3, paragraph 18. Rabbi Elezer ben Chisma Omer here in season 6 of using the Mishnah elucidated. Rabbi Elezer Rabbi Lezerman Chisma says the laws of bird offerings, meaning nests, the term is used for bird offerings, the notes point out, certain laws that apply to bird offerings are very complicated, such as what must be done when birds designate, design, designate as obligatory offerings become mixed up with birds designated as voluntary offerings, or when birds set aside for all offerings become mixed up with birds that set aside for the chata offerings. An entire tractor called Kingdom is devoted to these laws, as Ralph points out. So the laws of bird offerings and the laws of the beginnings of the Nida cycles are essential laws. When a woman becomes a Nida, she's tummy for the next seven days, the notes point out. She then immerses herself in a mikvah to become Tahor. If she sees blood during the 11 days that follow her seven days of Nida, because you have to do seven plus five, the seven blood days and the five clean days. If she sees blood during her 11 days that follow her seven days of Nida, she becomes a Zava, who is also tummy, but a Zava's period of Tumah could be longer or shorter than the seven days of Nida, depending on certain circumstances. When she sees blood after those 11 days, she becomes a Nida again. This cycle keeps repeating itself in the event that a woman sees blood and she does not know whether she saw it during Nida days or Ziva days, she must immerse herself numerous times in order to cover all possibilities. These laws, very intricate and very complex, are in Erechen. These laws are basic parts of the oral law, and one story is the oral law, the Torah Shabbat Pet, is rewarded, Ralph points out. But astronomy and numerology are merely the dessert of wisdom. Although one receives reward for studying any part of the Torah, the Tana gives these examples because these resemble the secular subjects of astrology and numerology, which also involve complicated calculations, as Tosav points out. The movements of the sun and the stars, as Rashi and Rav points out, is fascinating. The mission does not refer to someone who studies astronomy for Allah's reasons to know when a new month starts, like Kiddush HaChodesh, or when a month should be added to the year, like Eber HaShanah. Studying astronomy for those purposes is an essential part of the midst of studying Torah, Tosav points out. Gematria refers to numerical values of words, as Rav points out in the notes. For example, Yaakov told his sons in Bereshis, Redu Shama, go down there to Egypt. The numerical value of the word redu go down is 210, which teaches that the Jews stayed in Egypt for 210 years, Tosajanta points out. Others explain gematria is referring to mathematics in general. Rabbi Lezim and Chism himself was an expert in this field, the Gemara in Horaeus 10 points out. If he knew how to calculate the number of drops of water in the ocean, he was able to be an expert in these Areas, therefore, he was especially qualified to define the importance of this subject. Tosos Yantav and Tiferes points out: dessert is something sweet that is served after the main meal, whose purpose is not to nourish and satisfy, but to give pleasure. Just as dessert gives pleasure to one who eats it, these areas of study bring honor to those who master it. Rav points out in the notes: Kesef Mission and the Hechalshisodei Torah point out the mission to mean that astronomy, numerology, or mathematics is secondary to the wisdom of the Talmud. The mission specifies astronomy, numerology, because they are extremely important and sublime subjects that help us understand the workings of the heavens. They stand in contrast to the laws of bird offerings in Nida Zava, which people do not value much. For bird offerings are cheap and Nida is an unpleasant topic. Nevertheless, astronomy and numerology are secondary to the halachas of bird offerings in Nida and Zava, because these and other halachas are commanded by God, and He greatly rewards those who study and observe them. 
before we go on our hiatus, we're talking here how the Mishnah ends whenever we finish a paragraph. Bichanani ben Akasher Omer, Bichanani ben Akasher says, Radzah Kadosh Baruch Hu Lezakos Es Yisrael. The Holy One Hashem Himself wished to confer merit upon Israel. How did He do that? Lefika Herbelhem Torah Mitzvahs. Therefore He gave them so many Torah and Mitzvahs in their lives in order for them to have so much opportunity to do Mitzvahs and Torah. Shanemar, as it says, Adonai Chafet Saman Siko Yagdil Torah V'Yadir. Hashem desired for the sake of Israel's righteousness that the Torah be made a great and glorious. Hashem gives us so many mitzvahs that we have the ability, hopefully, to choose a mitzvah that applies to us, that works for us, that hopefully there's a mitzvah that we complete in its perfection and its fulfillment throughout the life, throughout the years. So God willing, join us as we come to one of the most famous missions in all of Perkei Elvis. God willing, in a couple of weeks when we come back from our winter hiatus, Benzoma teaching us different sayings for life here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.